to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, and very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast again. We are covering Married at First Sight <laughs> Australia, Season 10, Episode 3. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, David, I, you know, we're in the third episode, as you said. I, I thought, you know, we can't keep bringing something to the table that we have to jump on this podcast and talk every day. But here we are again, my friend. Here we are again. So I think for me, what was interesting is we we get like, we get a little, the first thing we see is Bronte. Bronte with Harrison. Harrison, obviously the the fucking fuckboy wannabe. (laughs) Her her friend Jess had, had spilled all the tea. Now, I've got to say, Dave, it's one of the worst and most finished fucking supporting arguments I've ever seen because, obviously, they're going to do a whole story on Bronte and Harrison about their time together. They're obviously never going to be together by the end of this series, but we're going to have to go with the ups and downs of what this disastrous relationship makes. And so what happens is Bronte gets a message from her, her sister who says that Jess, who told her about Harrison who looked as guilty as anybody we've ever seen uh, <laughs> about what he did and all them excuses he came up with and it changed every time he opened his fucking lips. But apparently, Jess was a, an absolutely jealous, uh, scorned, wanting to be a bridesmaid, Dave. She wanted to be a bridesmaid. And because she didn't become a bridesmaid, she decided to absolutely lay into Harrison. Now, Dave... Are you buying any of that whole shit story? Because I am not buying any of it. Because Bronte took that as gospel. But then again, she took Jesse's story as gospel in the last episode, on the first episode. So I was all here for it, but I was like, this seems like an absolutely elaborate fucking excuse to carry on with their journey. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of it, to be honest, because it was all just a bit weird. And we said with the whole wedding, the way it was all just a bit too convenient. Was it set up? Oh, fuck it. It's fucking great drama. We love it anyway. But, you know, you are suspending a little bit of disbelief. I just don't know with this one. If I, first of all, let's take it at face value. So the story is that, you know, she was disgruntled, and so she wanted she wanted to be a bridesmaid. So that's why she came up with this stuff and, and decided to, you know, ruin the wedding day a little bit. That, that's yeah. what Bronte's friend's saying. But she had the fucking pictures. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't deny it. And he didn't, absolutely didn't sound convincing in anything. So I'm not sure if it, maybe it is an excuse just but... It's like the old phrase in it, two wrongs don't make a right. It's as if saying, well, because she was pissed off. Um, that means Harrison. I'm sure Bron said something like, this poor man, or something like that. <laughs> this poor boy, you know, is, has been traumatized by all of this. Well, no, it was actually true, all the things that she was saying. Maybe if she wasn't pissed off, maybe she'd have kept it to herself. Maybe that's the alternative universe that we live in. But... um no, it just seemed weird that she was like, suddenly, oh, Harrison's all right. And I did question Chris at, at the first episode. I said, well, obviously I've got sympathy for Bronte, but if she doesn't walk straight away, 
it says a little bit about her intentions of being in here as well. She's coming across like very genuine army for the right reasons, all that. Look. But I, I, a big question mark for me is hanging over her head, to be honest. Yeah, and that's you know what, Dave. Again, like you said in the previous podcast, it's better when we disagree with each other. But I'm with you. I was thinking, oh yeah, you're just playing up to the whole narrative. Whether she's going with what the producers said, I I think it's more what you said. It's a case of let's just stay in this as long as I can for the exposure because it was it was just I, I was all for this relationship to absolutely a bit uh, capitulate within the first couple of episodes, and it looks like we're going to be here for a bit long with these two. I mean, obviously. The dinner parties are going to be gold. So that's what we're here for oh, most no, of the time. I, I, I want to see fucking Melissa riding Harrison like red rum. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, well, maybe I don't want to see that, but I, I want something to happen. You want the dialogue. <laughs> I want the, the, the messiness, the drama of it in a dinner party and just fucking chaos. So, yeah, we need these messy characters to stay in here. Sorry, yeah, that's true. No, 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 you're right, you're right. So he sort of left it at that, and then they were forgotten about never to be seen again. I thought we were going to get the whole backlash of, of their honeymoon and then what's actually going to go on. They've got none of that. So we get introduced to two more couples who get married. So we get Tani and Ollie, seem really nice. Uh, they both don't like the dating scene, which seems to sort of bring them together, you know, the way the world is now. They get married. The families are dead respectful. The, 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 everyone's laughing. Again, each episode, we've had one couple who look like they're going to be together for 40 years. And then we get the other couple who look like they're going to be together for 40 minutes. So it was just like, they were, you know, they were like the, the nice side, the Jekyll and the Hyde. They, they were the, the really nice side of this uh, story. And then the other couple we get is Janelle and Adam, Dave. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Janelle is a content creator, which was created off the back of her ex-boyfriend dumping her, and it shows her that she's got some, like half a million followers, must be on Instagram and TikTok. Fair play to her. She obviously earns a lot of money. Very, very family-orientated, all about a mum, a dad, a two brothers. They obviously, like, you know, they're very clicky, very together, and, and they, one of her brothers is getting VT'd, and he's saying, like, you know, I never liked her ex-boyfriend, and I told her that, and as soon as I said... And then she comes back on and says, as soon as he said that, I knew that my decision was right. I was feeling so she dumped him. So I was thinking, well, fair enough. You know, no problem with that. They're looking out for the younger sister. And then we pan to Adam, Dave, who <laughs> is, well, I don't know. What did you think of Adam, Dave? Let, let you go first on this because I've talked a lot. Well, I didn't recognize him from, from anything. I'm sure we'll get onto that because I know you did. But... um <laughs> Not recognising him, I still didn't buy anything that was coming out of his mouth. You know, oh, I'm into a bit of cryptos, a bit of NFTs. I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking blagger. What is it you really do? You know, well, you know, a bit of this, bit of that. I'm like, fucking hell, it's an Aussie. I mean, he's fucking stacked, isn't he? He's, he's yeah. a big guy, but, you know, he's an Aussie fucking Arthur Daly, isn't he? Just into a bit of everything. I was like, fucking hell, this, this is. But then I, I guess I thought that. Um, because she was an influencer, I thought, well, it's in that sort of similar space, isn't it? It's not a, it's not a traditional job, you know. It wasn't an option for us coming out of school, was it? So maybe it was just something I don't really understand. Fucking NFTs, though, Chris, utter bullshit. I mean, 
uh, people do make money out of it, but they've been making money out of pyramid schemes for fucking years. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just you just have to get out at the right time. Um, so yeah, I, I just thought he was full of shit. To be honest, straight off the bat. <laughs> well, you are not wrong, David. And I will say that we were watching this, me and Sam, and it was actually Sam who originally he came on and I thought he looks familiar, but I didn't. He didn't really register. And Sam went, we've seen him on somewhere else before. And I was like, you know what? I was going to say that. And then like, Sam was like, you know, you better say on the podcast that I so I recognised him. And I was like, yeah. So, so it was Sam first. But I had a look online then, put his name in, had a look online. And yes, he's been on first dates. He's been on Come Dine With Me, Dave, um, which is a cracker. <laughs> uh, he's been on a dating show with a girl off Tower. He's been, he's been, and he lived in the UK. He's lived in the UK uh, for officially six years but his actual credits on some of these reality tv shows in the uk go back to 2011 so he's obviously got an affiliation with the uk which we do find out in the episode that he his business and that is to do with like one of his friends in the uk so he's been here for six years in the uk officially i i call bullshit on this i call that he's gone home to australia just for this show he's not gone back to live there and this is purely for his profile because exactly what you said dave Talk about a fucking wannabe influencer, Dave, an absolute shyster who is just on it for his own profile. I mean, at a wedding, he talks about his wedding and he sat there eating his dinner and he's talking to Chanel about how he wants to start a fucking podcast. I'm like, hey, don't be starting a reality podcast. <laughs> We've got that cornered, son. And we don't we don't have any ambition, or not any ambition. We have we are, we're totally real the fact that this is never going to put, put, put pay for our mortgages, Dave. We'd love it to, but we, we know that it's a bit of fun. We love it. And it was the way he had all this planned out. And like you said, Dave, what a perfect person for him to ride off the back of, uh, as in take, fucking hell, that sounds so, I mean, tailcoats of her, you know, social media career, because if she's got this profile, then he will be in every video we can, Dave, to raise it, because he's just using this whole show as a platform. And his whole story, backstory, it just kept unraveling as the episode went on. And I'm here for this day because it's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be messy, isn't it? But, you know, I I do have to keep myself in check as well. So if I take a step back, you kind of think, look, if someone is trying to, to build up their own brand like that, then there's lots of money to be made in it, isn't there? Yeah. But it's just like, I, what are you doing on here? <laughs> kind of thing, you know, <laughs> you, you, the, the veil has disappeared even quicker than it has on Love Island. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, I've never associated someone who goes on Come Dine With Me as, as someone who's trying to break into being an influencer. I do love the show. I, don't, I haven't watched it for a few years now, but, you know, just it's the voiceover guy that makes it, you know, that. He's good, don't yeah. really care about the, the people who are actually dining and whatever. Um, yeah, he's, he's just going to be full of it, isn't he? And the, yeah. the thing is as well, what what do you think about the the you know his greatest regret, Chris, and then saying that in his speech, and then saying it to the brothers and whatever. Yeah, you know what was weird about that though, Dave, as well is uh, Chanel actually said to her brothers like they really didn't take to him at all. Now, don't get me wrong, there's so many red flags; it's unbelievable. But I, I it was like they were sort of. I don't know. I felt like they were not, she didn't, didn't want to be happy and they wanted it to stay within the family unit. And they didn't want somebody coming from the outside. I think the right to question Adam, what a, 
a, a you know absolute blackguard and his his, his backstory, Dave. When they finally got to the bottom of it, because they were like, he's probably saying to her mum and dad, "Has he been arrested? Has he been in jail?" And then it comes to light that he cheated on his ex partner, who he nearly got married to her eight or nine years ago. And look, it's quite a big thing to reveal that, Dave, because you're meeting these people for the first time. I think he was trying to be honest and be respectful and say, "Look, I've made a mistake. I, I, this thing." you know, was was not good. It wasn't a good time for me. It wasn't certainly a good time for his ex-partner. I'm trying to sort of make amends to show that I'm not a cheat. I thought that was a very strange play for married at first mm. sight, but I sort of respected it. But her brothers, Dave, are having none of it. And I was like, oh, this is going to be glorious. We're going to get a kickoff of kickoffs here on this show. See, I didn't really see it exactly like that. I didn't see that they were trying to stop her being happy or anything or, or you know try and break up that family unit it just felt to me like they've got standards <laughs> you know <laughs> and they you know there's a few red flags in there isn't there i i can't really I, for me it's it's a weird one because with married at first sight you just meeting these purple f- people for purple <laughs> meeting these people for the first time it's a weird thing to put on the table like on day one, you know what I mean? And and it's like having it in the speech almost invites that conversation. So I'm just not sure what is the fucking, what is the reason for doing that? Because you're going to have to have that conversation or you should have that conversation, you know, at some point within the experiment. It's just weird to have it on day one, I thought. Because you're, you're immediately casting a, a shadow over yourself. You know, you, like yeah. you say, it, it, in one respect, you should be, you know, fair dues to him. But I, I just thought it was a weird play. But then because of everything else, you know, it's just, um, <laughs> I, I, it feels like to me it's some sort of tactic. Like, is he speaking to the audience more than he's speaking to the people in the room maybe? Is he speaking to people who know him already? You know, it's just, it, it has my mind wonder, like, as to, to what his reasons were for that. But, yeah, I, I don't hold out much hope for this couple, <laughs> you know. I mean, let me be a devil's advocate, though. So, she's asking what he does. Yeah. Bit of this, bit of that. Like I say, you know, crypto, NFTs, <laughs> bullshit, basically. He said, you know, he's all right. Do you think it's okay that she keeps pressing him on it? Um, I think it's strange. I think it's strange for her to do that because I think Sam did say to me, actually, when we were watching it, she said, well, it doesn't matter if you like or love that person. What does it matter how much money they earn? Yes, you might have a better lifestyle, but you ultimately you want to be happy and be in love with them, don't you? So... Yeah, I think you're probably right, Dave. It is a, a strange thing. Maybe it's because of the world she lives in. To see, like, you know, maybe she's been, because she's earning so much money, that's just the way she is now. She sort of thinks, well, I, I want somebody who earns the same amount of money as me. I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. I can't I can't really say one way or the other whether I was thought it was strange or not, but I think you're onto something with that slightly, yeah? Well, I think because the way a previous relationship had ended, you know, and she felt like she was having to push him along and stuff. That's probably more at play. But I don't know. I think the practicalities of it, 
we saw this in the previous uh, season of maths, didn't we? With uh, two people's names who I can't remember, but I mean, she ended up being horrible, but she was very kind of stuck up. Uh, ended up w- with the Bross lookalike guy off the, oh, off the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's her name? But, um, I know but, what you mean, yeah. If you love someone, yes. But if, you, if you're completely mismatched, you know, in terms of your life ambitions and life goals or anything, I think that is a deeper problem. It's not about how much you earn, by the way. It's not what actually yeah. hits your bank account each month more about just your life goals and where where are you and where are you right now is a bit of a, a sign as to what you've come from so if you're, you're in your late 20s well what what have you been doing since you left school kind of thing you know where are you now and that's an indicator for where you want to go in the future so i think it is a little bit more complicated but i just feel like she was pressing him a bit too much so i could kind of get him being a bit annoyed but then, like I say, maybe because of the way her previous relationship had, had kind of broken up, maybe that's what—that's why she feels like this is really important to her. Yeah, possibly. If, I could, if that happens, you grow, don't you? You, you? And plus, you put up the barriers, Dave. If you've been hurt by somebody like that, you're straight away going to make sure that they're not going to do the same thing to you, are you? So you're going to yeah. ask different questions. You're going to... Uh, act differently because you don't want to you, you look back and re- you reflect don't you and you think right well I'm not going to be putting myself in that situation so this is why you find that with people who've been cheated on they end up treating the person they get with next like completely suspicious because they, they've never most people are caught off guard when someone cheats so it's a, it's a common thing that's not that rocket science but it, you know I know plenty of people done that go on go on so we'll give you, I'll give you an example right <laughs> oh, so, no, this mean. is this is less less sort of sort of directly me but i i started talking to someone uh, this a good few years ago now but um the, the, the and one of the early questions were have you ever killed anyone <laughs> to which to Ho, 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 good one. You know, no, I haven't killed anyone. And it was only a a little bit later where it comes up that, oh, actually, you know, this person, she had been dating this guy and turns out he's a fucking murderer and uh, (laughs) had not long been released from prison. So so I thought it was a bit of cheeky uh, exchange, you know, and uh, a bit bit of an amusing thing to put there. No, it was a genuine filtering question. (laughs) 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 so i think um you know your experiences do shape you know and like you say we all learn our lessons and and that particular one i'm not saying i recommend that for you know early chat but um you know if you were if you were on the rough end of that then you'd probably say no this is one of my top five questions we're going to ask within the first five minutes (laughs) that is a brilliant You've never told me that. that is, I'm going to be messaging you later going, right, tell me more. <laughs> brilliant. That is brilliant. What a line. But yes, I mean, we'll see as we go into the last episode of the week as well, Dave, what happens if we get any more. We may not. We've got another couple of couples to go. Yeah, we the first week is just cementing all the couples down and then we move on to living together, you know, the dinner dates and all the fallout and everyone becomes friends, don't they, and everything. So let's see. Mm how that, that works. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great few days, old day. I mean, hell of a, 
hell of a schedule for us both. Love Island in maths, I've got to say. Uh, really, yeah. really <laughs> has. Killer, you know, right? Yeah, it's a killer. We love it, though, don't we? So I, I, I get that. And obviously, everyone listening loves it as well. But we've not had many emails. We haven't had any emails yet about maths. So any of you guys out there, get, you know, send us your emails. What are you thinking? Are we wrong on some of this? We've been called out on the Love Island stuff this uh, last couple of days. And it's great that we can talk <laughs> about that. No, it's true, though, isn't it? It's, it's, I love it when someone doesn't, not necessarily doesn't agree in thinking, but when they say, no, no, I, I saw it like this, because then I, I always think, am I watching it wrong? You know what I mean? Joe in the last episode for Love Island, Dave, I think she's a better presenter than me and you, the way she was seeing it uh, last time. <laughs> you totally analysed it correctly. So, yeah, really, really good stuff, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think just because it's first week, you're just getting to know everyone as well. I'm sure as things start to flare up and emotions run a bit higher, we'll get some some letters, as you say, uh, or or emails, as the rest of the world says. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, them, them the, as the well. Thing say, though, <laughs> the thing I'd say though, Chris, we didn't really touch too much on uh, Tanny and Ollie, but you know, again, I'm really hopeful for this couple. I hope they don't crush my dreams but you know i i I could appreciate where they were both coming from so you know they they don't like the whole internet dating thing and you know uh so so this seems like a a better alternative to that and it's something i i've wondered about you know in particular for for like our kids and stuff like how they meet someone and you know, I, I remember, like, <laughs> back in the days, Chris, when I was, I was married at the time, but there was a lad in the office, and, you know, he's he's in lunchtime, he's on Tinder, like, and I was saying, oh, go on, sure, I, I keep hearing about this Tinder thing. Show, show me what it is. And he says, well, you know, it just comes up on your phone, and then you, you swipe this way if you like someone, you swipe that way if you don't like them. Chris, my mind was blown. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you what? So, so you know, in the early years of, of my dating life, when I'm fucking clumsily stumbling around the nightclub, like you know, uh, you know, fucking awkwardly trying to spark up conversations, where there was this, and you just say straight away if you like each other, fucking hell, this is amazing. But you know, uh, fast forward a few years from that, and, and then you know, actually tried it out on there. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's not good at all. And, you know, I don't know. It might work for some people, but, you know, maybe it's a young person's game. Uh, I'm not sure, but I just I just worry about the kind of disposable nature of it. You know, for when my kids grow up a bit, and I, I, I wouldn't like them to be dated that way, because I, I just I don't see many examples where it works really well. That's so good, Dave. You know what? I've never even seen it myself, <laughs> few, so I can't. I few can't revelations even... on this one about yeah, me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some big ones, Dave. But but no. But even respect. I know the concept of what Tinder is, but I've never seen it. Obviously, I, I haven't. But it, that is just yeah. I'm worried about the murder thing, Dave, than anything. So we've got to talk seriously, got to talk <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> Great stuff, mate. So have you got anything else, Dave, before we head off for our no, last episode? No, that's it for me. No, it's, uh, we've got one more, haven't we? Yes, that's what I mean, before we head off into the last episode of the week. Yeah. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, can't wait. I'm, I'm hopeful that... You know, this production team does not let us down generally. So I'm hope we've, hoping we finish the week off with a bang. Right, everyone, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. 
please go to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast and join up there. I think we're hitting about 430 people at the moment and we're trying to get to 500 by the end of this series. So please, if you can, get your friends on there or whichever way you can. We do appreciate you guys. And thank you as always to Charlene for moderating the, the actual page on Facebook. So really good to you, Charlene. Thanks again. Uh, if you want to support us a bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honor is Cassie, Megan, Kate, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Rudy Green, and Kent of Stars. So thank you so much for all your support, guys. So thank you so much, mate. Thank you, sir. Bye now.